Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Els, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! raining you were not expecting that the rain okay so we just saw i'm sorry david i can't start them off only the brave only the brave and on the count of three we will give our rating one two Two, three three, two (laughs) are you serious yes yes i am serious oh that's awesome (laughs) eight and two well we have a lot to talk about eight yeah, eight. Ooh. Um, yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Although I had the moment of, because you cried, right? Yeah, I cried. I had that moment of like, oh, shoot. I'm going to be the one. <laughs> David's crying, so Liz is going to give it a high mark. <laughs> and that, it was at that moment that I was like, oh, maybe I'll say three. And I was like, Jill, no. <laughs> we talked about this last time. <laughs> Wow, it is really coming down. This is going to be a slow ride home. Well, we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe uh, I'll start. Okay. So, um, is the that was the macho, ma- macho maniest movie I've ever seen. Machioist. Um, and... Uh, you know, that was annoying. Just so many macho man moments. Um, just incredibly typifying what masculinity is to certain types of people, which is not really my cup of tea. Um, but I appreciated the, uh, you know, despite despite all that happening, the first two acts, I appreciated the, the sort of parallels to like a war movie um, where there's a brotherhood and a um, sacrifice kind of theme and uh, uh, a lot of uncertainty and people's past and stuff like that. So I I appreciated that they were trying to do like a war movie in a uh, different setting, which is, you know, fighting forest fires instead of being, you know, on the front lines of a war. Anyway, by the third act... I was not only thinking this is a good um, kind of take on a war movie, but that they really surprised me. I was not at all expecting um, what happened, which uh, this is one where there's definitely spoilers if you don't know the story of the true story behind the Granite Mountain hotshots. Um, pretty much the entire you know, troop or brigade or whatever you want to call them, they pretty much all of them die. <laughs> um, and uh, that's it was not what I expected to happen, and um, so uh, that the lead up to that was very tense, and thought it was incredibly well done from a filmmaking perspective. I was 
as Jill noted, I was crying my eyes out. And uh, I thought Miles Teller's performance really hit that home. Is he the um, drummer man? Yeah, he's the drummer. Drummer, drummer boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, that, so that just that's just my overview of the movie, how I felt it went. I was like, first act, this is interesting, but, you know, kind of macho man. Second act was pretty annoying, and I was like, this is not as good as I was hoping. Um, and the third act kind of, like, ended up way more than I expected, so... That's my take. All right. Uh, okay. Can I please start by saying I didn't know this was like, I guess I, I knew it was sort of based on real things, but during the credits when they're showing all the people, I was feeling guilty <laughs> about the things that I'm about to say. <clears throat> so I'm sorry. <laughs> that this was such a true just story story. I was so distracted the entire movie of the gross exaggeration. No, uh, the um, extremely unhelpful gender roles that were established in this movie were so distracting to me that I couldn't be emotionally involved in, as David was saying, the best part of the movie, which is the lead up to the very tragic end. That was well done as far as the story, you know, storytelling yeah. through movie goes, through film. Um, oh my gosh, I have so many things. I, it's hard for me to start. I, I completely am with you on the gender roles thing. Um, I think especially as a woman, I think this movie was geared towards men. Absolutely. This was a movie that was <laughs> yeah. like, um, only white men with pure hearts can fight fires <laughs> and their wives, they must be married to extremely hot, <laughs> slightly younger women. And they all happen to be very hot and younger. And those women are there to help them work through their emotional side of this really hard job that they have. Thank goodness for, for women to help them process life emotionally. Um, that's what it was to me. And I, it was so hard. Every single scene just kind of reiterated that so much. And it just kept bothering me and bothering me and bothering me so that I, could, I was not emotionally <laughs> available uh -huh. at the end. Um, I thought that uh, Jennifer Connelly. Sorry if the audio is terrible on this, guys. I know. Is, we should probably speak a little louder yeah, or something. Yeah, I'm trying to. It's very, like, uh, it's you pouring. can hear it. It's the rain's hitting the windshield very hard. Um, I thought Jennifer Connelly's character, um, the one married to uh, Josh Brolin, the, the main hotshot guy. Yeah. Uh, I thought she showed a pretty authentic look at someone who has had enough with that and is saying, you can't do this anymore. Unfortunately, I couldn't really tell their, in their last interaction where she's just saying like, I just had to get that out of my system and now that I've said that, you can go fight your fires again, that's what, whatever. That, that's part of what I found extremely unsatisfying. Okay. Sure, yeah. she was trying to voice a very um, legit concern and then somehow he'd say like one word in response to her and she'd be like, no, okay, let's have sex. Uh -huh. That's what it was every single time. And uh -huh. it, that I also did not appreciate. Yeah. 
And she's like her job is like whispering to horses and being nurturing because uh-huh. she doesn't have children. I don't know these hurt sure. these hurt animal these hurt yeah, beasts. Yeah, I mean he's he's the hurt beast. Right. Yeah. So she's certainly showing that. I guess I found that up to that point, and that that seemed to confuse me because I couldn't figure out where they left it. Up to that point, it felt like she was saying, "I'm kind of giving you an ultimatum. This is too hard for me." I don't think I can stay in this relationship. I think that as an audience, we're supposed to think, she's right. This is not sustainable. You know, their family is not going to make it. Um, I don't think we're supposed to be on his side, uh, especially as we see when he blows up at Miles Teller's character. We're seeing he's being irrational. Um, that these people, are, these guys, are doing a lot, but it's not. It's not fair to their families. And they are both kind of saying, this is my last job, basically. And uh-huh. Miles Teller happens to get out of it, and Josh Brolin does not. Um, so I, what I appreciated was they didn't completely do the, these wives are, are just supporting their, their strong men. They made it more complex than that. And I think that movie could have made it a lot less complex than it did. Again, you, you kind of touched on this is complicated because it's a true story. Yeah. So it's I hard just, to know uh, exactly what to criticize. It's hard for me to feel like they gave it its full complex, I don't know, things like, you know, of course, I'm just watching this from a female perspective, and I don't think this movie was geared towards right. women. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of women out there who would enjoy this, and that's fine. So I'm not, there's no judgment there, but um, I don't think it was geared towards me. So I think that's a fair thing to say. (laughs) And that's part of why I didn't like it so much. Um, So, okay. So I feel like our country uses, sure, you know, soldiers, definitely they're heroes, Mm -hmm. but what's a bigger hero than a soldier? A firefighter. I feel like that is definitely (laughs) an American thing now, Uh especially since 9-11, which was mentioned at the very end. Um, So these are kind of these ultimate heroes, right? The story about the ultimate American hero. And they're filling in the blanks. They're taking a lot of liberties with storytelling, you know. Um, And I think if they had stuck to just trying to tell a very genuine story, just kind of knowing the facts and and all that, um, I may have not been quite so bothered by it. But to have them in the beginning, we're introduced to these men, super macho men, very bro-y, fine. That feels somewhat realistic, probably. Uh, Um, But before we really get to know them, they're all hanging out and talking really, um, in my opinion, offensively about women in a, a, like, guys club. And because I wasn't... This was really in the beginning of getting to know these guys. I was honestly in my head going like, oh, well, they're probably they're probably going to end up not being the good guys or like they're Uh, not the ones that they're probably part of a team uh, that makes it hard for everybody else uh, nope these are the guys that we're supposed to be endearing ourselves to in that scene they did not have to do that uh and and sure i think someone could argue like especially the guy who was talking about how stupid the you know the really hot girl but Uh she's so dumb and that like oh bummer man Uh you know oh gosh yeah the way he talks about her, I find extremely offensive. Yeah. Um, and and so I was like, oh, you know, maybe he'll change. Maybe they'll be this big. Okay, he sort of changed. Maybe, <laughs> like maybe a little bit. That's not, I 
why? Uh, I, like to me, that's purely glorifying it. It's uh, saying it is okay. This movie, to me, especially because it's based on a true story, just gave a giant A-OK to the behavior of these characters. Uh, that really, really bothers me, and yeah. therefore it is very hard for me to get into the rest of it. Uh -huh. You know, so I'm not saying that in real life any of these people were anything like this. I have no idea. Yeah. And I'm, and it's a, it's a tragedy that I'm glad I'm aware of. I'm glad that there are people out there that want to make films to try to commemorate them. The reason I gave it a two, this is going to sound super harsh, I dislike this movie so much. <laughs> And I might, I might pull back on this, but in the moment, <laughs> the reason I gave it a two is because at least I found it educational. Uh -huh. I did not really know how people firefighted, firefought, uh -huh. firefight forest fires. That is very interesting to me. Yeah. And I, I learned about that. And yeah. I learned, um, and I had the, per the perspective of how scary it was, and I had the perspective of how similar it was to a military, mm -hmm. you know, yep. um, where you need to... Kind of um, do a boot camp kind of thing. Yeah, the boot camp and the problem solving super fast uh -huh. um, and, and um, being super focused and clear-headed in extremely um, adverse situations. So that is what gave it value to me. Other than that, I really struggled. I, I did not like how... The old main leader guy. Sorry, I can't think of actors' names. Josh Brolin, who's like the older. Josh yeah, Brolin. Yeah. I didn't really like how he treated his wife. I don't know. I didn't. Sure. I. She wasn't realistic to me either. Okay. She was to me. She was what men wish want women to be like. I thought especially That's at the what beginning she, is like. she was like that. The, oh, the I can wish, fix wish a dishwasher, yeah. but come home to me dirty, and I'll instantly wanna, you know jump all over you at the uh -huh. end because I'm I don't know I, yeah. to me she wasn't realistic she uh -huh. wasn't a realistic woman and sure I think just like um, any war movie yes I, I'm not trying to minimize that it is often women who are who suffer at the end of this yeah. I understand that the majority of firefighters out there in the world are men um, I understand that it takes an element of strength to do the work that they do and I understand that it's not easy for women to have to know that, you know, to, to come to grips with the fact that their, you know, loved one is making this pretty sacrificial choice um, to go and, and do this to save, hopefully, you know, hundreds, thousands of other people. Mm -hmm. So it's not that that I'm that I'm <laughs> bothered by. It's it's this movie's direction and choice and writing of these female characters. Uh -huh. To me, felt so not realistic. I couldn't relate to these women. Um, they Yeah, they felt like it was a man who dreamt up what it would be like to have a really cool wife who rode horses and um, was a tomboy, but also super sexy. Yeah. And could I, really help me work through my thing, my feelings, because I can't do it by myself. I definitely had that thought in the first act with Jennifer Connelly. Just this is this is written as a uh, male wish fulfillment female character, um, which I I don't usually have that thought. It, that's a certain type of writing. Um, I, I that changed though for me. I as she became more pushback um, and. Uh, I guess had fewer, I don't know, 
there are still elements of it, but I, I saw her in a more complex way as the movie developed. And maybe that's just me not realizing that it was a wish fulfillment character for me <laughs> and being a little bit blinded or having my blinders on as a man. Uh, but that, that's just for me how that evolved. I definitely had that that thought initially, and then it, it kind of changed a little bit. You know what moment though was like really touching was when um, right before he is like they have their last night together. He thinks he's going in just for a regular fire, and the last thing he says to her is um, he calls her sugar tits. <laughs> that I liked that a lot. That was really sweet. That was a really sweet moment, and it really helped me like be sad. <laughs> really. Yeah. I'm sorry this movie ruined itself. Uh-huh. And I'm sorry that it that whoever wrote this and directed this and chose to take on this project. I think it was the same writer director. Writer director. Oh boy. Yeah. I bet it's a woman. No. Nope. <laughs> so whoever decided to do this, I'm sorry that they took a, a true story. Uh-huh. I'm sorry that they did that and made it not at all accessible to a lot of the population. Uh-huh. In my opinion. Yeah. Again, I, I'm sure so many people would react differently to this movie. But in this moment, on my ride home, this is my yeah. reaction. No, I'm, I love it. I really do. Golly. Uh, and I, I found myself, of course, wondering, you know, I was like, Jill, Jill went into this expecting to kind of hate it. I um, did. That's and also I, true. I wonder if she's liking it in spite of it or still hating it. That's, that was what I kept oh, asking myself the whole time. <laughs> Because um, there were there were some endearing character moments that I heard you chuckle at. Um, yes. Oh, yes. So yeah, sure. I, I hear I hear you're saying you couldn't get past what you perceived as the um, kind of uh, latent male chauvinism yeah. in the writer. Yeah, I don't think that's fair, men. Yeah. I don't think that's fair to yeah. firemen out there. Yeah. But I mean, like you're yeah. you're perceiving that yes. quality in the writer director, um, and that that kind of it's almost like you hear. You hear that a director did something pretty pretty bad, and you're like, "Oh, he has a movie coming out next week. Do you want to go see it?" And you're like, "I guess, but mm-hmm. I don't know how much I'm going to enjoy it, knowing what I just know, what I just heard about his behavior and yeah, his personal right. life." Um, so I, I get I get what you're saying. Can you please talk about the little test that you have? Oh, or so not that not, you have. It's called the Bechdel test. Most a lot of which people, which I'm sure a lot of people know it's, about. Uh, uh, I think it's really interesting, and I hadn't yeah. heard of it until yeah. I started. Dating I'm just trying David, not so. to make it seem too important, but. What it is is uh, you ask yourself, did two women characters in this movie talk to each other for a scene about not a man in the movie? And uh, if that didn't happen, you know, that's not a very uh, well-rounded look into the male-female relationship. Because, you know, it suggests that the women just exist in the story to serve... Uh, and the then story about a man. Let us ask. So, of course, we know that this failed that test. Um, but let me ask: Did there, were there e- was there even a scene where two women had a conversation, a full scene? Not a full scene. No. Just no. Like a there wasn't even a scene aside. where two women had a conversation with each other. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. So anyway, that I just think that that's an interesting test, and I hadn't heard of it. Um, until David mentioned it, and I like to do it. I, not that it is the be-all and all of anything. Yeah. I just find it very interesting. It's become a little bit like it's somewhat overused as oh. a 
Apparently, so, I'm the last person no, no, to I, I just don't <laughs> want to say, like, hey, let's break out the Bechdel test with every movie we see. Oh, sure. Because it, it, it can kind of become a little, witch of a, a little bit of a witch hunt. Um, I wanted to talk about... Some, so we've I think we've thoroughly talked about the, uh, the gender issues of the movie. I will refrain myself. <laughs> uh, I... You mentioned it being interesting to hear about the actual process of fighting a fire in the yes. wilderness. That's pretty fascinating stuff. A war movie, the director kind of takes for granted that the audience understands war terminology and how war works. So you don't have to do much work in the writing to communicate some of those ideas to the audience. This movie had to do a lot of work to make the audience understand what the heck they were doing. You know, like, okay, there's a fire. Start digging a hole. Like, you had to explain to the audience why are these guys digging holes. And so that, that's valuable screen time that has to be used very efficiently to do that. Uh, so that's just one example. But I think that exposition and the uh, um, explanation of a lot of the procedural elements was done really well, very economically in the script. Um, and yeah, allowed us to appreciate, kind of like the movie Twister did, but I, I felt like I got much more accurate of a picture of what these people do than I do of what storm chasers do for yes, the movie Twister. Yeah, yeah. Twister. And I think that's an important education to give our society that, you know, I think forest fires happen all the time, naturally they happen and it's okay and it's a fine thing um but then sometimes they get out of hand and of course recently that's happened a lot and i think that that's extreme i think that's very important yeah. to have a movie that can show us what goes on for this there's a whole profession of people who do this um so i get that um also i think what's interesting is learning how horrible airplanes airplane pilots are <laughs> i was gonna say that um, every single airplane in that movie <laughs> every single dropped airplane water on the failed. wrong place uh, at the wrong time. Or didn't drop yeah, it Yeah, it's like, there's a movie, it was like an anti-airplanes <laughs> with water in the movie. <laughs> that was like, that was comical, unintentionally. We're at our destination, but I also wanted to reference the fact that our title has changed, which you've heard on the intro, and hopefully seen in the podcast app you're listening to this in. We'll see <laughs> if that happened. Uh, and it's because we found out there's another show on YouTube called The Backseat Critique, and we did not want to... Uh, get in on their game what are the chances so we are are we are now right home reactions hey, you should check them out too maybe they're great <laughs> maybe they are they're a lot longer than we are oh, okay so, anyway yep any uh, last thoughts or should we change should we get into the changing ratings oh yeah so would we change it all oh um i i think that once I've settled down from my overreaction, potentially overreaction, I don't know. I'll see tomorrow after I've had a nice long sleep. I might bump it up a little. Because I think there are movies that I have disliked more than this one. So maybe a two is a little harsh, but right now I cannot move from it. So I'm staying at a two. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to... I felt the things that you're talking about as I watched it. I didn't allow them to, to bother me. Um, but I appreciate you sharing this because it has allowed them to bother me more these things that you talked about so i am going from an eight to a seven all right <laughs> i don't i don't want to end all of these praising david for changing his scores <laughs> good david good job 
No. Oh, great. Cool. Interesting, David. Thanks for sharing why you changed your score. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all. I hope the rain wasn't too loud. All right. Good night. Bye. Bye.